Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the Gravity Podcast, a podcast totally dedicated to motivate and inspire. We have for you our guest today, the founder and owner of Support Vitligo. After dealing with Vitligo herself, has started a campaign with the hashtag Support Vitligo. Please welcome Mrs. Sushmita. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, it's our privilege to have you here. Could you please tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Samit. Thank you for having me here. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Sushamita Pradeep Jain. Uh, so, to just uh, tell about myself briefly, uh, I was like, uh, I was a software engineer. Then I moved on to working for the social sector. So currently, I'm a full-time uh, developmental professional working for the disability sector, and I also happen to be doing Vitiligo awareness, Vitiligo advocacy for the past five plus years on a personal front. Yeah, through a platform called Support Vitiligo. and on a personal front uh, to just uh, yeah see briefly about myself uh, i i'm married and i have a 5 month old baby boy yeah okay thank you ma'am before we dive into the core part of this topic um could you please let us all know what is vitiligo like in in simple terms what is vitiligo okay so let me ask you a question uh, have you seen people with white patches yeah yeah So if you see, ah, uh, so these white patches are mostly ah uh, caused due to the loss of skin color, which is the uh, which is due to the loss of melanin pigment in our body. So that is called as vitiligo. So there are other uh, other ah uh, you know other conditions also which look white. For example, albinism, leprosy, etc. So they are different from vitiligo. Vitiligo purely is just a loss of skin color, which is melanin, and it is non-contagious. and uh, you know it's not transmitted to the other person in any form netherland in, in 83% of the cases it is not hereditary as well yeah oh okay so vitiligo doesn't pass from generations to generation correct in 83% of the cases people with vitiligo do not have a positive family history yeah yes ma'am do you mind if i ask you something a bit personal yeah yeah tell me ask me yeah um you have a kid right yeah um uh, does he suffer vitiligo too no 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 it's not that's what i told you like in 83% of the cases people who have vitiligo do not have a family history and neither does it pass to the next generation in my case no and that to uh, that to uh, people don't acquire vitiligo from birth i mean it doesn't happen from birth by birth it actually is an oh, acquired okay. skin condition yes. like i got it when i was around 9 and a half years old and it's not and most of the people with vitiligo their kids do not have vitiligo okay ma'am i just wanted to know if there's something that triggers it or is it something that you're born with that develops over time and shows the obvious symptoms see the thing is uh, the exact cause of uh, specific cause of vitiligo is uh, basically unknown there are possible triggers which are still person de- dependent and on the other hand if you see uh, like uh, it is it is uh, you know vitiligo is uh, not ac- acquired by birth and uh, the the common uh, cause people who like predict it to be autoimmune there's no exact cause as such uh, if you can please emphasize on the last word you told i couldn't catch it autoimmunity there are many set of uh, conditions or the disorders which happen due to autoimmunity vitiligo is a skin condition whose possi- possible cause might be autoimmunity ma'am does vitiligo have a cure 
Like so far, there is no specific cure as such, but some treatments work in some cases to an extent. Like in my case, if you see, I had around seventy-five to seventy-five uh, percent uh, of my body covered with vitiligo, out of which around you know fifty percent is kind of healed. So I have shared about my story on our YouTube channel called Support Vitiligo, and also on our website, which is supportvitiligo.org. So uh, that has a short awareness video also, and many other videos on YouTube. So yeah, ma'am, when I googled about vitiligo, about the treatment, they told there are treatments, but it cannot be completely cured. Yes, how true what, is this? Yeah, that's what I was also telling. You know, there is no specific cure. There are treatments which work partially to an extent in some cases. Like in my case, UVB is one of the treatments which is you know commonly used by people, and that too it depends from person to person. In my case, it worked partially, so it mostly uh, may not work on bony areas, you know, like uh, ankles, uh, like you know hands, fingers, and feet, feet area. Yeah, other areas it worked for me, like face, upper hands, arms, uh, legs. Those areas it worked for me. But the bony, bony parts of the body didn't uh, show much result there. Okay, just diverting the topic a little bit away from the meaning of vitiligo to um, mm. why exactly did you start uh, hashtag support vitiligo? Like, what is the main reason? What did you emphasize? What did you want to emphasize upon? So, as part of support vitiligo, if you see, uh, like uh, the initial intent was to uh, come up with an awareness video. Because uh, most of my life, or anybody you know with a particular skin condition, when we get so many stares, comments, etc., there is a lot of curiosity. People don't know what it is, right? So in order to address the curiosity, I wanted to come up with a basic awareness video. Okay, so uh, so it all started from there. I started working on it, you know, saving my uh, personal savings, and also people volunteered to make it. So it took me around three years of time to make that. a 6 minute video it is around 6 minutes so so that was because i wanted the society to get awareness on what vitiligo is on the and through a storytelling approach that's why i made the video so once the video happened if you see it went online on social media on various pages on facebook etc so it went viral to an extent if you see it has reached around 2 million people by now collectively okay so uh, so that way if you see it the reach has been good so i thought my work will be done once the video is uh, you know video is out and the awareness happens among people but after that people kept coming to me they kept asking me questions and that led to more videos and more people kept coming parents of children kept coming spouses of people with vitiligo kept coming so that way we also i also eventually ended up forming a support network for people with vitiligo and parents of children with vitiligo you know because initially it was one on one people would come speak to me i would spend hours speaking to them then i thought maybe we can move to a support network format where everybody can network and share so so now currently we have support networks apart from this we also spread awareness on social media so if you see we are completely volunteer driven including our website Okay, I like I pay for the domain and hosting, but apart from that, the website management, development, everything was volunteered, voluntarily done, still voluntarily managed. So if you see, uh, like we are basically volunteer and need based, 
and we have our presence on social media and as a support network on telegram app so this way we we provide a kind of end to end support for people with vitiligo and all all of us you know we like whoever volunteers we are either on our personal front we are full time professionals or full time students etc uh bringing spotlight on the topic of stares and people kind of judging people who have vitiligo uh-huh. did you ever feel down because of this if you see uh, like when i acquired vitiligo i was around 9 years you know like entering my 10th year so that time i was very small and and you know there were a lot of stares and uh, curiosity comments also suggestions also so first of all we were not even aware what it was because that time there was hardly any awareness so slowly you know like we we went with the ambiguity you know <laughs> just just carried on with the life and all that time it was difficult and we were very much caught up by life you know so many things happening together we are finding a doctor we are going to temples so many things happening and maybe like i was also struggling academically also and was very low in confidence maybe it's because partially my looks were also you know completely different it my looks were changing every day my white patches were increasing on the other hand i was very low in confidence and studies were also like a little difficult for me in my initial primary school and high school especially so so it all was like very it it happened everything everything was happening together and slowly you know in in the teens it was like yeah there is a lot of sympathy like whenever you are you have something other uh, which is different from people around you like when people around you don't have a similar journey there is a lot of sympathy and that sympathy you can't always be angry at people you know like initially i was irritated i was irritated at my parents for trying different treatments pulling me into it i was also irritated at people you know like how come they suggest so much they come but after one point no you need to view world in a different from a to a different lens like why some people are speaking to you in a, in a way why they are concerned some people might be genuinely concerned you will always have exceptions you will always have people who will take a dig at you you know who will just pull you into unwanted conversation but that is an only a small amount of population there the majority of people are actually well wishers so we need to see because when when people like for example when we are going through a stigma it's very difficult to see from that lens so it took me some time to realize you know like awareness is required when 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 that like maximum this set of crowd got the awareness then they are okay they were fine with it right means still the stigma is very high in semi urban and rural i i might not deny that but at the same time it also takes an effort from my end or from our end to sensitize the masses sensitize the corrupt society you know like what it is what break the myths all those things so that initiative is something which i started seeing and that's how the awareness video happened just one thing it it wasn't easy so everything uh, sorry yes, no so everything you know happened with a bit of uh, because of a bit of uh, frustration okay. a bit of uh, like you know necessity of uh, bringing in the awareness a bit of positivity so it was all a it, it was all a, a bit and pieces of all these emotions together it's it's it, it isn't easy yes. you know but you have to put yourself in the other person's shoe and see why they are speaking or saying the way they are hmm. and most of them will be just curious you need to address that curiosity that's our duty only which i i feel as a person with vitiligo okay Personally. so yeah 
So you stated that well, when you were a kid, there was not enough emphasis on education as to what is vitiligo. Do you think years down the line now, there's more awareness and there's a lot more emphasis on uh, vitiligo awareness? Yeah, if you see now, like especially after the video got released or at that time frame, no, after two thousand seventeen, if you see, there are many people coming up and speaking about their stories. okay and and also in india also there are many you know upcoming people or models in their own respects that they have their accounts on instagram or they are spreading awareness in their own respects there are many people who are coming up and talking about it and now social media is also at the rise right so all are utilizing it to the best so if you see if the same thing if it would if it so now if you see if there is a child if there is a parent who is desperately seeing for anything they somehow tumble upon a uh, channel on youtube or somewhere and mostly on youtube many people get to know about us and and that's how you know they uh, they come come in touch with us get in touch with us and we we help them join our support network on telegram so that way the our support is given to them in in that way you know so so this this was not available for our parents if you see for us to us to tumble upon a treatment like uh, narrow band uvb or something existed like that that only came after 6 years of trying many different treatments we didn't even know there is some treatment like that now at least parents have those information in their fingertips that you know ha these are the treatments this is the this is something like you know these are the lifestyle options these are the things which i can focus on for my kid we didn't have that option so now at least that is there which is much better it is a more supportive ecosystem people are more vocal now we have that awareness in place right so it takes somebody's journey to bring something to a to a specific level so that's what i would say uh ma'am talking about mental health yeah. what is your take on the topic mental health in general is extremely important no matter irrespective of whether a person has vitiligo or not of in all age groups as a student in in every stage of life mental health is important and coming to the fact of a person with vitiligo and mental health it is it is equally important because vitiligo is something if it which impacts the psychosocial aspect of a person right because the way i i perceive myself as a person with vitiligo when like when the patches are increasing in the body like as a child or as a kid in my teens also if you see the way you perceive itself is affected even people who get it in their 20s 30s or later age you know it it takes a toll on their confidence or the way they look at themselves it's very natural even if a person gets a pimple or puts on weight post pregnancy or you can relate any other life change which changes your appearance right life changing aspect so so that way it has a toll on your psychosocial aspect how people how we view ourselves how people view us right and how we think people view us these are three different things but we somehow we get we interrelate them and we think a lot on those aspects and that's where all the worry starts right so 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 people also get into a lot of depression it also it also depends on what kind of background a person is coming from me being confident about myself is my personal aspect on the other hand the kind of support people have it can be in terms of family friends workplace or the general neighborhood you know people in the rural like like there were there have been cases where people have even ended up taking their lives due to extreme depression the cases are few luckily or maybe we don't know about the exact statistics but there have been cases but there but in now you know like many of the many of us are being vocal and also our support system is also well sensitized well aware of the fact so even the support provided is getting better day by day at least i can say that 
and and especially when we have support networks you know like we have people speak network even though like if we are low in confidence we we know somebody is listening somebody has the same journey like us so that helps a lot even a social media post like we we post affirmations featuring persons with vitiligo so that you know like i see a person with vitiligo who is confidently posting for a pic and also i share a positive thought along with it so that has a impact on the psychology so if you see that is how we work around that particular aspect which is psychosocial especially that also has aspects in many different cases you know like at all workplace uh, home neighborhood in your uh, family circles like going to a family uh, it can be going to a family occasion also like uh, see my case was different i was away from my native and also like uh, like you know as a kid when i had vitiligo i have hardly been to a wedding like uh, the 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 family wedding which i had gone was before i had vitiligo and after that i went to my own wedding only <laughs> but the thing is that if you see um, like uh, in my case i was away from my hometown there were other aspects also it was not just vitiligo but just because i had vitiligo i was not the first person to be taken to a marriage i can say that way okay i can put it that way so if you see there are many things like you know it's not that parents want to hide their child but sometimes there is a kind of protectiveness a genuine protectiveness which comes from the elders side it is because you don't want pe- people to just comment on you or go through that kind of stare or something no that happens with every family not only with vitiligo and other aspects also so yeah and also people who you know are about to get married etc so if you see our generation is very open about it like uh, like like you know girls or guys they don't like they don't have any like even marrying a person with or without vitiligo doesn't bother them much if they are open minded enough and okay if they really like the person like the mindset of the person right so that's what we do in general marriage seeking but uh, what happens is uh, the elderly uh, generation it is still getting into that loom you know like ha huh, it's it's not a problem it doesn't nothing happens you can go ahead with marriage matchmaking etc so that awareness is still happening okay that i myself am married to a person without vitiligo but i had my own journey if you see i've been very vocal with with my vitiligo so before meeting my husband i had told him also you know research about vitiligo i have this skin condition if you are okay then only come and meet me so that kind of uh, i was open because i had a journey to reach to that openness so similarly uh, like you know those things are there it is still there our i feel our generation is very much uh, like open to it but again the generation above us also has an impact on our lives right so that awareness is still happening and the, the one of the most common uh, questions people have is will the child get no it's not necessary the child will get in, in maximum of the cases the child doesn't get vitiligo and maximum of the cases where people have vitiligo do not have a positive family history ma'am um, since we just talked about ment- mental health and how people should be comfortable in their own skins do you think more thought should be put into curing vitiligo if you see it is a balance if you see research is happening people like dermatologists in india and abroad are trying to come up with a you know a proper uh, treatment for vitiligo all those things are there and even there are some treatments like uv which work partially in some cases unani ayurveda has also helped people uh, since uvb has helped me personally so that's why i mentioned that so if you see i feel both needs to be balanced cure mental health overall well being all these things needs to be balanced 
because if i run only behind cure in some cases vitiligo gets healed and it also relapses because because there are other factors which might be impacting might be for example stress or any such such things you know like some people they get their patches healed and it comes back at times it relapses so so it is a overall combination of you know a, a positive life like a positive mindset and a healthy lifestyle these two things go hand in hand and treatment is also one of the factors it is not the only factor as a person with vitiligo that's what i would like to say i i see all of these things as very you know equally important in making the final important dish of uh, you know managing vitiligo so yeah not just cure it will be uh, like a overall thing cure uh, awareness in the society right self advocacy from persons with vitiligo and also managing uh, managing ourselves very well in terms of mental health overall well being etc that is applicable to all of us when vitiligo it is uh, it is something which needs to become a norm it, it becomes actually it becomes a habit for us many of us like i wouldn't have been more uh, you know vigilant about my health if i would if i hadn't had vitiligo i guess now i'm very observant at least to a basic extent so yeah that way okay ma'am a little bit more depth into that yeah should people really be worried about curing the vitiligo condition mm. or do you think that people should just accept that as their view of uh, normalcy because at the end of the day vitiligo doesn't physically uh, cause i mean cause abnormality in the functioning of your body or in any okay. case you know risk to life no in like to answer that i feel it requires a cure as well because it it uh, you know just because it doesn't affect me internally it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect the person at all right it affects people psychosocially and that has a very considerable amount of effect like i said you know in especially in rural and in some places even in semi urban urban areas also there's a lot of stigma especially when you have widespread vitiligo right it it has a lot of psychosocial effect, uh, impact so that way a cure is required research is required towards vitiligo like accepting and going ahead with living with vitiligo is a personal choice that is a that is that pers- particular individual's choice but if a person wants to go for a cure want to get it treated completely then that option should also be there needs to be there because it's very important as it impacts the psychosocial aspect of the person i feel a cure is important as well along with other aspects like awareness self acceptance societal acceptance etc ma'am do you think that people with vitiligo suffer some sort of um, discrimination either it be education or finding a job or in the workplace itself do you feel that's true yeah in in, in certain cases discrimination does happen like more than sometimes more than vocal discri- discrimination it's like that silent discrimination you know like if if somebody wants to like for example youngsters uh, who want to go to, like you know go for like uh, need a rented room in a city etc then maybe like their preference might be lesser compared to a person without vitiligo it might be the case in some cases we have heard that happening okay and also um, like uh, in terms of match making also you know there's always a lot of hesitation and in workplace if you see uh, like in some workplaces like i've heard if, like in semi urban areas and all in one case a lady you know she had to uh, face a that she had a reception facing role okay customer facing role so for that the employer was very hesitant to hire her or, or keep her after one point because she was having vitiligo widespread on her face on her body etc 
so that way it is it becomes a challenge at times and that's why maybe a cure is also good you know for people who want to go for a cure and uh, if you see discrimination in terms of uh, like, like in some cases they also say that as one person was telling like in the north he had faced discrimination in terms of getting a job so see there is always law to help us out but how many people will go behind you know getting going for justice we always want quick solutions right so so that equal opportunity in my case i have had equal opportunity i've been vocal about it also but in there are other cases where people have faced discrimination so that exists but maybe due to with increased awareness and with time i hope so it it all becomes okay and we also wish to see the government also you know uh, like uh, sending across a message that um, and breaking the basic myths about vitiligo okay ma'am uh, i'm sure there's someone out there who's listening to this podcast who has vitiligo and uh, just feels very uncomfortable in their um, you know uh, in their condition or in their appearance what is the one advice you would give if you really feel alone or if you feel like nobody understands you which is very common to feel then you can join our support network like if you are comfortable we are there on telegram our number is there on our social media platforms you can reach us on instagram so we are always there if you need any form of support that is number 1 number 2 if you are not like you know comfortable reaching out or not like to us then please reach out to a person in your circle right and and more importantly always like you know this is out of my experience if you feel very low then it is always good to divert your mind doing something which helps you because there are many things which are uh, you know which are beyond vitiligo like for a person like in my case if you see being a person with vitiligo i had other life thing like other things in my life also i faced loss like personal loss i had lost a sibling to that and there were many other things right so so that all helped me see beyond vitiligo so sometimes we need to focus beyond vitiligo the people who actually you know respect us care for us our career and the, our aspirations so all those things are very important so ask yourself like what is important to you of course this will have an impact on you i, I will not deny but what is more important that how like how can we look beyond that right and if you need support we are always there there are many people out there right so you can always join support networks facebook has many support groups you, you can join us also on telegram which offers number privacy so now you have the uh, options you want to have and also follow social media platforms where there are awareness about vitiligo even we are there on facebook and instagram that will also help you a lot you know if you want if you are a person who wants to be in your own shell that's also fine follow people on social media if you are there it will also help you boost your uh, confidence because we all have that confidence we just have to tap it just, that, that only that nudge is required right and these posts or any any sort of conversation conversation will help you okay with that we come to an end of this podcast thank you guys for listening and thank you for mrs sushmita for being on a podcast all the links will be in the description below make sure to check out hashtag support with ligo on instagram youtube and facebook all links will be in the description below and we'll see you in our next podcast with a new guest peace